The following shear has been presented by Rav Shmuel ben Yaman Honigwax, Dayan at the Beis Havad, and has been brought to you by the Beis Havad Halacha Center. Kedushin Dafem tests. Our Gemara and the, this blot and the next blot both talk about the concept of Dvar Meshabalev, and I'm going to try to discuss the concept of Dvar Meshabalev with a uh, practical application that became the Ganadin Torah in today and tomorrow's Shir. Um, the Gemara says that there's a concept called Dvar Meshabalev Enam Dvarim, Dvarim which means that uh, uh, an, uh, an intention that a person has in his mind, a uh, uh, stipulation that a person makes in his mind that he never articulated at the time of the sale or uh, an agreement with another person does not have a din of dvarim and is not binding on the other person. It does not in any way affect the transaction. Dvarim Shabalev is also relevant when another party is not involved. But that's another concept of, of Dvarim Shvalev, and we're going to try to focus now on the concept of Dvarim Shvalev that applies to a situation where there are two parties involved, and the stipulation was not, not articulated at the time of the transaction. The Gemara concludes that Dvarim Shvalev have a Dvarim, and we know that there's a concept called Maidah. The Gemara actually references that uh, idea, and, and, and not the idea itself, but the, the circumstances of, of Moidah. In our Gemara, the Gemara discusses the concept of Talyu Vizavin Zvine Zvini, that if a person forces, if Ruvain forces Shimon to sell him his property, or his, uh, any, any, anything that he sells him, now Allah is, it is a valid sale, even though the sale was completed under duress. The seller had no choice but uh, other than to sell the item to the buyer because the buyer threatened him with death or something else, that, that some other kind of a dire consequence. Nevertheless, Zvine Zvini. There is, however, a vehicle that, uh, that can be used to avoid the sale, and that is called a Maidah. When a person is Moiser Maidah, a person makes a Maidah before the sale, the Allah is that a sale that is completed under duress will not be valid in that situation. Now, the, the halacha is that only a sale which is completed, uh, which is under duress, does a maidah nullify. However, if the sale was not under duress, let's say a person agrees of his own free will to, uh, to go through with, an, uh, with a transaction with somebody else, and then he's moister moidah before he actually concludes the transaction. He's moister moidah, he tells Adam, you should know that the transaction I'm about to go into should not have any validity. Nevertheless, the transaction is effective and the sale is valid. The the opposite is true by Matana, possibly. So the Rishonim argue by Matana, if a person is not doing a sale, if he's not concluding a sale, he's rather granting some of the, something to somebody else for free. In that case, there's an argument between the Rishonim whether a Moidah is valid, even if we, even if it's determined that there was no Oynes at all. By Mecher, certainly there must be an Oynes. The question is, why is this true? So there seem to be two schools of thought about why there's a difference between a mecher and a matana when it comes to the ability for a moidah to work even when there's no oinus. By matana, again, when it's being given for free, the moidah does not work. I'm sorry, the moidah does work. However, by a mecher, where money is being received in exchange for the item, in that case, the moidah does not work unless it can be t- determined that there was an oinus and the person was forced into completing the sale. The achreinim 
say the following, uh, uh, present the following understanding. And this is very important to understand the concept in our Gemara of Dvarim Shabalev. The Drisha and the Nasivas both say that the reason why Maidah does not work when, when, when we're discussing a sale, Maidah cannot block a sale, is because it's Dvarim Shabalev. Although the stipulation or the, the fact that the person wants to block the sale has been articulated in front of two Adam, and generally something that you set over the path, you, you articulate it in front of two Adam, would not be considered varmshabalay, but that's only when it doesn't adversely affect somebody else. However, in the case of a sale where the buyer is giving the money, assuming that the sale is a valid sale, and when the seller creates this maidah, he's tricking the buyer, the, the seller has no right and has no ability to create Dvar Peh without articulating it directly to the buyer, the, the affected party. In other words, Dvar Meshavalev does not mean words that are not articulated. Dvar Meshavalev means words that are not articulated to the people to whom they are relevant. If the words are only relevant to me, so I, I just have to articulate them to myself in front of two Adams, that, that, that the people should know about it. However, if the words are relevant to other people, if they affect other people's lives, I must articulate those words in front of the other party, the, the affected party, in order for them to be considered Dvar and not Dvar That's how the Drisha and the Nasivas understand this concept. However, if you look at the Rishonim in Baba Basra, who discuss the differentiation between a mecher and a matana, they seem to give a totally different reason and understanding than the Drisha and the Nasivas. The Rishonim say, the Rishonim say like this, the reason why a moidah is not effective by a mecher, unless there was an established oinus, unless there was an established uh, situation where the, where the person has no choice other than to sell the item, is because since Although the person makes a moidah and he says to Adam, you should know that when I sell this item, I don't really intend to sell it. I'm just going to be playing a game and it's not really going to be a sale. However, we will have to be, you know, take the assumption that it's possible that the person changed his mind and reneged from that moidah at the time of the sale. Since he's taking the other person's money, it's possible that he, that he changed his mind and he no longer wants to go forward with that moidah and block the sale. However, if somehow we knew certainly, with, with any kind of certainty, that the person was not Chayzer from the Maidah, it sounds from the Rishonim like such a Maidah would certainly be effective, even though it was not articulated to the other party. Since Adam were told about the Maidah, even though the other party doesn't know about it, nevertheless, it would not be considered Dvar Meshavalev, and the Maidah would, would be able to block the transaction from taking place. Dachreinim talk about this a lot, Rishon Meshkov discusses this, and there's a very, very strong raya from the Shulchan Aruch to the position of the of the Nesivas and the Drisha. The Daf Yomi Halacha series has been brought to you by the Beis Havad Halacha Center. To sign up for the Halacha Center's weekly interactive e-journal, please email subscribe to info at thehalachacenter.org.